Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Awesome Village. My name is Greg, and joining me is Ryan, John. Well, my name is Todd Berger, and I'm a, a native New Orleanian on this here episode. I'm so glad to hear another New Orleans accent. Oh, so good to be back here in the South. So uh, authentic. Would you I'm pass like you're from me? Bon Ton. Oh, oh, oh. Well, let me tell you, uh, I am vampire. <laughs> um. So we actually on our on our last week's episode, you might have heard us come up with this idea kind of naturally. Uh, we were talking about how New Orleans is often, you know, it's, it's the city the we're from. The great city of New Orleans. NOLA. The Big Easy. The Big Easy. <laughs> um, it's often represented in films, and as natives, it's often represented poorly. Um, so what we're going to do is we've written down uh, a bunch of movies that take place in New Orleans, um, and we're going to kind of go through and talk about these and maybe pick which one represents... And we kind of did this the on the fly, um, yeah. so which we, we may be Nola proud. we may be missing some. You know, you might think of something that we don't have on no, here. No, we but these are just movies. We're not doing any kind of TV. We made the Bonton joke a minute ago, but we're not going to talk about True Blood or because uh, uh, we have Aaron Tremay. Tremay, 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 because we all know Tremay is probably the best representation. And I do feel like the new uh, the only exception theme? to Tremay being the best thing is the fact that um, and John and I talk about this all the time. There's this one character that insists, like, oh, you've never been to a second line and you've been here two months? Oh, Friday, we're going. <laughs> like, they just happen all the time. Right, 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 right. right. But uh, I do feel like the new uh, Interview with the Vampire has done a good job. It's extremely good, yeah. It's very good. I actually just watched the movie for the first time this yeah. Halloween. Never seen it before. Oh, and I think it should be very clear to point out, these are movies that are set in New Orleans, not necessarily shot in New Orleans. That's a very good point. Yeah. Very good distinction. Yeah. Because there are some movies also that we found that were shot in New Orleans but do not necessarily yeah. take place, and those are not on the list. Uh, so, John, take it away. Tell us All our right. first... Uh... First one we got on this list is Deja Vu, Denzel Washington. So, that's a movie about what, like a... Um, time travel? Time travel. There's a, a terrorist attack on a ferry boat. That's right, the Algiers Ferry. That's right. So, already we're pretty accurate, because well, that well, does exist. What I like <laughs> about Deja Vu, which is awesome, because I, lo like, I love time travel paradox movies, it's set in New Orleans... But it's not like because most of the movies on this list are like there's a chase through a Mardi Gras parade and they uh -huh. like they shove you the wounds down your throat. Yeah. But this is like oh it's set in New Orleans and it's a place where people live. But it's not like and us all being from here and yeah. just living here you're like oh it's a normal city where like normal stuff happens. And most of the movies on this list are like we always eating crawfish mm. and going to second lines like you said. Oh morning for gumbo. And also Deja Vu I believe is the first movie shot in New Orleans post Katrina and like they use a lot I of think the, you're right they use a lot of the damage from Katrina in it would you like to go out for brunch gumbo on Sunday Ryan Jesus Christ <laughs> no I agree with you like uh, Deja Vu to your point it's not doing the thing where oh you know Denzel Washington has a New Orleans accent right. we have to explain why he doesn't speak with a southern or Cajun accent um it just kind of it, it happens in the backdrop, and I think that's kind of more accurate because most people that live in New Orleans uh, don't really think of it as live in New Orleans, yeah. just this damn city we live in. Do you remember uh, Kville, the TV show? Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was atrocious, so bad. And there was the episode had... where he's like, "Come on over later, we're having a gumbo party," and you're like, "Oh, Sarah, what?" <laughs> yeah, that that show. I remember when I saw the trailers, I was so excited for it. I believe there's a couple. First of all. I remember, like, at one point, he's in his kitchen making himself a shrimp po' boy sandwich, like, it's a, as if it's a ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I had these cold shrimp and, in and the I fridge. At some point, he tells his partner, we got to go to this bar, and he's like, what are we going there for? He's like, I have some gumbo. And he's like, what do we need gumbo for? He's like, it helps me think. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, no. This is, that was so bad. 
Anthony Anderson too, I think. Like, yeah, and Cole Hauser, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they had talent there. <laughs> All right. Next one we got on this list is Undercover Blues. Is that it was, Kathleen? It was Kathleen, Kathleen Turner and Dennis Quaid. Yeah. And Stanley Tucci is the ridiculous little bad guy in it. Or, and, shit, like that's the, true. He's not like the big bad, but he's like some like street mugger whose name is Muerte. I've never seen this movie. All I remember about it is it probably came out in what, like 93 or something? I remember seeing it on video when it came out. Is I remember there's two cops. Because they play like spies. Yeah. Who are like on vacation in New Orleans or yeah, something. Yeah, they're like they're like a married couple that are spies. Right. And they're with their with their baby. But I remember there's two like local detectives, NOPD detectives, who are like following them. And the guy detective speaks like this, like in this this like foghorn leghorn accent <laughs> that literally no one in New Orleans talks like this. But you I say, it, I say so. Yeah, but you're gonna see it a lot on this list of like people who are from New Orleans who speak in this manner. We're like, that's that's like a To Kill a Mockingbird like Georgian accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people from New Orleans don't like. I have to explain to people. I live in California, and I have to. They were like, "You don't have a New Orleans accent," and I'm like, "What is a New Orleans accent?" Yeah. So the best, and I don't know if you've ever heard the story. Our friend Jared, who worked with us at Blockbuster, was out one night drinking, and this girl like heard him talk, and she goes, "You sound like you're from New York," and he yeah. went, "No, old Gretna." Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I try to explain to people like, <laughs> if anything, the New Orleans accent's kind of it's like a port town, and it almost sounds a little like. New have you seen bit? that comedian break it down? I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> I never Kim, heard that story about Jerry. Was it Jimmy Kimmel or was it uh, Jimmy Fallon? But he breaks down what in New Orleans. It, it's like a, a New York accent slowed down. Yeah. So like making groceries, we're going to go by Schwegman and you sound like a little bit like you got, you're got you from Brooklyn or something, yeah. you know? Like, how's your mama been? And people are like, oh, we thought New Orleans accents were like this. And you're like, no, that's... That's Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, that's Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> Cotillions. And What's the, next? So... The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. This one suffers from the accent problem, but I think if you're talking about representing different time periods of New Orleans, this does a really good job. Yeah. I might argue, uh, there are going to be a lot on this list where I I just don't think enough of it is set in New Orleans to be Mm -hmm. the quintessential New Orleans movie. Right. All right. Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. You know, I got to tell you, this is a front runner for me. (laughs) I got to agree, man. (laughs) This was really pretty close. This is one that I went to when I saw it. I'm like, it's just going to be some remake of Bad Lieutenant. I was like, it's Nicolas Cage. We'll see what happens. And it was awesome. Awesome. I imagine this is how Nicolas Cage spent most of his time in New Orleans when he lived here. Yeah. Yeah. He probably still comes here and does this kind of shit. Totally. Remember we did the whole episode on what we would do if we had a night out with Cage. Oh, that's right. We did do that episode. But Val Kilmer's got the weird accent in that. Yeah. This is the part where, where he uh he he's on the drug on drugs or whatever and he thinks he sees the iguana and he's like yeah. and he's like, You don't see that iguana? And Velcro's like, Ain't no iguana. <laughs> it's like what? I just remember It's like all one word. He shoots the guy and he's like, Shoot him again. His soul is still dancing. <laughs> yeah. oh God, I might watch that tonight. And then they show the guy and the, the guy's yeah. break dancing on the ground, yeah. Ugh. So like, good. You don't have a favorite but again, crime just fight? like Deja Vu, it's like set in New Orleans and it's about people who live in New Orleans, but it's not New Orleans, it down your yeah. Yeah. New Orleans is the background yeah. of the movie. Yeah. And there's the guy that's in it, there's a guy in it, and he's in all kinds of stuff, and I'm trying to think what you might know him from, because he's been in a bunch of things, and Glenn and I love his character in that in that movie. And it's he's the guy that played Steve Buscemi's like brother in uh in um Boardwalk Empire, and he's been in a of Shea Wiggum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a part where he like he shows up at the police station and they like they kind of like freak him out or whatever a little bit. And he just keeps walking over going, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, I like Shea Wiggum. He's yeah. always yeah. He's he always good, good projects. Yeah. 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 But so that's a good one. All right. So Big Easy. That's a terrible movie. It really, I've really never is. seen it. It's I've awful. never seen it either. It's awful. I remember it's my horrendous. parents had the soundtrack, like the cassette soundtrack, and we would listen to it. Is it like, it in is the it like car. a jazz soundtrack? It's it's like Professor Longhair and okay. like a lot of New Orleans classic. Like, or I mean, I guess it's not a bad like portrayal of New Orleans. Uh, Dennis Quaid does a terrible terrible accent in it, but yeah. Um, it's okay. The thing about you know growing up here is. It's a city that people know the name of, but they don't know a lot about. Kind of have that little bit of mystery, but you're always excited to see it portrayed somewhere, and then you always get disappointed. And I kind of like I, I imagine what kids in New York must feel like when a movie is set in New York. And it's like, oh look, I've, I've yeah. been around there. So like this movie's called The Big Easy, so it's all about like this solving a crime in New Orleans. So like that's it's all that's about, accurate. It's all about New Orleans. You know what's going on in New Orleans. So it, and it's just it's not a good movie. It's not an awful portrayal of Like the Midnight Wars. in the Garden of Good and Evil? That's Georgia. Is it real? Oh, shit. Sure. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, that's... Oh, crap. That's, like, that's a very... That's Savannah or something. Yeah, that's oh, Savannah, okay. actually. That's a good movie, actually. It's been a while since I've seen that. I always think of that episode of The Office where they play that, you know, the, the game. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. been a murder in Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven's Prisoners. I think I don't know if we put that on the list. I didn't put that on That's another... Okay. That's pretty... I think, I think it's pretty underrated. Heaven's, Heaven's Prisoners. Prisoners. It's Alec Baldwin. Uh, he plays Dave Robichaux. There's the series, the James Dean <laughs> Birch novels. I already love it. Uh, they made another one a few years later called in, um, it's James Dean Birch, the whole series of Dave Robichaux novels. And Heaven's Prisoners is one. Alec Baldwin with a really bad New Orleans accent. But a few years later, they made another one called based on the book In the Electric Mist with the Confederate Dead was the name of it. But the movie's just called In the Electric Mist. And it's Tommy Lee Jones playing Dave Robichaux. It's I've all. Never heard what's of his accent like? It's not good. Like he's not even trying. It's Tommy Lee Jones. He's like, I'm not gonna do an accent. I don't care. He does a decent accent in JFK. Um, but they're Heaven's Prisoners is pretty good. Electric Mist is not very good. But wow. I think it was straight to DVD because it didn't do. That's kind of shocking. Very good. All right, so we got um, Skeleton Key. I don't. That, again, I don't. Is think, that really? In New I don't Orleans? think enough of it. I think she like there's, it starts with her in New Orleans and she gets the job and she, she goes. Out. And there's some voodoo stuff where they go back to yeah. Orleans, but I think it's, I think I actually it seems like it's the, on the outskirts. Like but I think I actually remember from the trailer was like deep in the heart of Terrible Parish, which that's so right. like you're right. It's yeah. like I think it's like Homa. Which yeah, I remember liking Skeleton and Kate. I like the movie. Yeah, I don't think it would. I don't think Glenn it's actually went on the the, the press junket. He did. He went on a press junket for that. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. When he worked for Tiger Weekly, I was the, I was the. The editor of Tiger Weekly when I was up at LSU, and when Glenn came to live with me after Katrina for six months or whatever, he just started doing stuff like that, and I just hired him on as the our movie writer, and he would just review oh, stuff from cool. there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. I like I like Peter Sarsgaard. It's a good movie, but it's not New Orleans. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Blue Chips, everyone's favorite. <laughs> Might be the worst. I was about to say, what's it's a good movie that is the worst representation of. Uh, New Orleans, as I mentioned, maybe in the last episode, I grew up in Algiers, and at one point in the movie, they're like, "We gotta go to Algiers," <laughs> and they have to take a boat to it, and it's like, "How did Shaq allow that to yeah, happen?" Yeah, he should know better. Yeah, he should. He said his dream job was to be sheriff of Jefferson Parish. <laughs> he should know better. Isn't he a sheriff somewhere? Yeah, he's he's got he's a, a deputy or something. He's like somewhere. an honorary kind of like how Steven Seagal was. Yeah. Okay, speaking oh, of that, did you ever see the Tom Segura like? thing about Steven Seagal, Lawman, look it up. Okay. okay. Just everyone look it up. I guess we can't include the reality show that Steven Seagal did. 
Woman? I've been a movie actor, but what you didn't know (laughs) is I've been a sheriff deputy. I'm not gonna lie, that show was pretty addicting. But I was addicting. But it was several guys that are cops in Jefferson Parish, and they were just like, they're like, the few that I knew were like, I never actually had to be with them, but everybody hated going with them because they. You all, all you were ever trying to do is just kind of de-escalate a scene. As soon as you get anywhere, that motherfucker's got his gun out. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and that, so. The ancient Zen masters wouldn't shoot the bullet. <laughs> they pushed the arrow through the target. Chief Seagal could shoot a gnat off a fly's ass. <laughs> right. So we have the Pelican Brief. That's not a very good... like. There's been a few John Grisham things that have that been... Was the client set in New Orleans? Or the, the client was down here... Runaway Jury was down here. Mm-hmm. The oh. Pelican Brief has a lot of totally unbelievable, like it's like a random day in the week and the French quarters like Mardi Gras. Yeah. But but honestly, like, like I don't. It's kind of like the other movies where it's not necessarily throwing New Orleans in your face. It gets kind of like a background character. If you're from New Orleans, you realize how absurd. Yeah. I just remember is. seeing it in the theater when I was like 13. And I'm just thinking, this movie is boring. It was very boring. Like I've never seen it again. So, that's all I got to say about that. Plus, Runaway Jury has more Gene Hackman, and that's always it good. Does. 12 rounds. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's in Algiers, right? Like, uh, He lives, yeah, under the bridge uh, in Algiers. Oh, where they also, they've shot a bunch of things on that. Like, there's this one block right under the bridge in Algiers. Well, don't they film that, that fun, like, one scene in um, Primary Colors? Yeah. Yeah. And, and right. what's the movie with uh, Robert De Niro? I was about to say, the same... He, He's with a the boxer. boxer, yeah, yeah, and they bring him out of retirement. Him and it's him and Stallone. So Stallone, it's called Knock Knockout or something. Yeah, but he, again, he lives on that street. My favorite part of Twelve Rounds, though, which I saw in the theater, is at the very end of the movie, the bad guy who's from you know Littlefinger from um, Game of Thrones. He kidnaps Cena's wife, and uh, at the end of the movie, they're like on the roof of a building, and he pushes the wife into a helicopter and points a gun at her, and it's like, get us out of here. And she takes control of the helicopter and starts flying. And I'm like, at no, she's like a nurse. And at no point in the movie did they establish this woman knows how to fly a helicopter. That's amazing. Um, but there's a really good streetcar explosion. I remember. In, uh, but uh, anyway, I don't think it's gonna win. Okay, what we got? I was trying to see if I could find that movie that uh, with Robert De Niro and Sylvester Stallone, but I. Have... I think it's called Knockout. I think it is. That's that's about, right. Anyway, we'll skip that. So there was another one that we forgot that you and I both watched. It was uh, the Netflix thing with Jamie Foxx, Project Power. Oh, I oh saw that. that was cool. That, that was actually really that good. That was very well. I feel like that was a better representation of the West Bank than it was. The, really? Yeah. Yeah, like they actually go into like the, the Vietnamese market, like yeah. on Belchase, not Belchase. Oh, wow. Burman Highway. Burman Highway. Burman Highway. And it's like, it looks just like that. Like, wow. But no, they do some, it's got very good, and, and they don't make like a big deal about this being New Orleans. It was just in New Orleans and it's. I Should I see that? Is it? I thought Watch it was it's entertaining. It. Okay, it's, that's, that's it's the cool. superpowers thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like they take there's, there's like a pill, and when you take it, you get like a superpower for what, like an hour, an hour. but you don't know what it's gonna be. All I remember is I saw I watched the trailer, and at one point, someone's just randomly wearing like a Saints jersey, and I'm like, oh well, this is an accurate representation of yeah. New Orleans because yeah, literally one of us at this table is wearing a Saints shirt right <laughs> yeah, now. I am. There you go. And everyone is wearing Saints stuff all the time in real life, but you never see anyone in movies wearing like athletic gear, even yeah. though most Americans wear it on a daily basis. That's a very good point. Um, so Not even in the movie Focus. <laughs> Did yeah. you see that? There was another one that was down here. Yeah, I thought that was Miami. Oh it was, no, it's the part. beginning of oh, the beginning right, right, was here. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, that's not a New Orleans movie then. Okay. Um, so, kind of most recent one, Renfield. 
I mean, I didn't see it. John, I didn't see it either. John made me not want to see it. it. It's available now. I think it's on either. It's either on Paramount or. Oh no Peacock, shit! Yeah, maybe. or Peacock, one of those. It's oh, fuck, like as of this past weekend. I might watch it. No, yeah. I think it's it's worth watching. It's just, it's just yeah. not as good as I was expecting. Yeah. It, to be. it was less funny than I thought it was going to be. It was. T- I thought it was going to be a horror comedy, and it's much more of like an action movie, yeah. which was yeah. You're weird. a liar. Shit ain't available anywhere. But uh, it really? <laughs> no, I don't see it anywhere. Uh, Okay, um, I'm pretty sure I saw it somewhere. Do you, guys, do you guys know about Just Watch? It's a website called Just Watch. You go to it and you put in a movie and it tells you where it's streaming. Oh, cool. It's like the easiest. It's just like, oh, it's on this. Like, if oh, you get cool. nothing else from this episode, audience, yeah. that is what you get. Justwatch.com. And, uh, you put I'm, watching his, I'm watching his Ryan types in his phone because yeah. when it says him where Renfield is, I'm going to expect an apology. <laughs> well, <laughs> Google didn't fucking know where it was. Well, if Google doesn't know. Um, but no, I saw Renfield in the theater. It was... Again, it's like it's set in New Orleans, but it doesn't cram it down your throat. Yeah. And it actually nicely shows, like, the diversity of, like, the Asian community in mm-hmm. New Orleans. Like, Aquafina and her, her family is all. Yeah. Because a lot of times people don't, like, realize, like, you know, it's a very diverse city with all kinds of cultures. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, but it's kind of, I mean, at one point they go to um, Mulot, Mulots. Mulots. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, there's, like, paper mache Mardi Gras heads in it and stuff. Yeah. I've like, been to Mulots. Okay. It is it is very New Orleans in Mulots, but it's, but it's not, not that much. In the yeah. movie, they like went the extra. The mile. one location that I did kind of like that I thought was this was actually a cool place to have like for Dracula to be the lore people order is like the the, event, the abandoned charity hospital. Yeah. Because like, oh yeah, who's yeah. gonna go in there? You know. Yeah. So you can rent Renfield on like Apple TV and stuff, but I don't see it available anywhere. It's on there somewhere. It's not. I'm looking at both sites, you fucker. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about the movie here, Interview with the Vampire. Um, I feel like that was pretty good. I mean, it really got the vampire population of New Orleans down. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really accurate representation of 18th century. Right. I, yeah, I mean, it, of it a period really, of yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, I mean. Although, I, actually, this came up yesterday because I um my uh, I went I was going uptown at the you know the Coliseum Theater, which oh, yeah. hasn't been a theater forever. Yeah. But at one point, in, it's supposed to be in 94, Brad Pitt comes out of the Coliseum Theater and the, a movie was playing. And it wasn't a movie theater back then. So I think that's actually an inaccurate representation oh. of New Orleans. I mean, Deja Vu has little things like that in the geography of when he's like crossing over the bridge and yeah, the signs. But, but none of that is not. as egregious as one of the movies we'll get to eventually. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Okay. Hard target. So, like, let me just say, like, what a phenomenal Is it representation right if you just go all of our in mulleted population. Over the top and wrong you are about certain. I mean, that's the thing. Is this, like, this movie is honestly the stereotype for exactly why we're doing this. Like this, this Chance movie. Boudreaux. Because my mama took one. <laughs> Yet yeah, I love it. Uh-huh. I love everything about it. Now, it. that's the thing. It's not that it's a like it's a fun, yeah. wonderful time to spend, but it is in no way representative of New Orleans. <laughs> this is another movie like like. Not to compare it to the movie we talked about last week, The Price We Pay, where it was like, when I watched that movie, I was like, I'm not going to say it's good or bad. I just want someone to experience this with me. Oh, it's an experience. It's an, you, you, when you see Hard Target, you're going to remember it, whether you love it or you hate it. It's, look, this, the acting of Van Damme in this movie fits a lot better it, yeah. than his, his acting in Street Fighter. <laughs> I feel like this film with Van Damme, this is, I think, John Woo's first American film that he did. All right, so I was partially right and partially wrong, so Renfield will be available on Peacock on Thursday, June 9th. So the day after this episode Well, airs. you're not right, because I can't watch it tonight. Sorry, let's just establish that. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not crazy. Is the point I didn't say you were crazy, but you're not right, because I can't watch it. 
and I wanted to watch it now, and I can't. Why are you looking at me, Greg, like I'm crazy? Am I wrong? I'm mean, always looking at you this Can way. I watch Renfield right now? Answer that question. I mean, there are ways to you watch can, it right now. I guess right I could. Now. I guess I'm not. Re- you're yeah. just a cheap. I mean, you answer the question. Yeah, ask the question incorrectly. I, I guess you're. If right. it's really that important to you to watch can it I now, can I watch it for free? That's a different question. No, you in, can't. In Ryan's defense, partially, if I was like, well, today is Thursday, I'm not partially right because today is not Thursday. That's right. It's yeah, in no way Thursday. It's, it's not. Monday. There you go. It is. I mean, lawyer lawyer rule on that. Yeah. No. Sustained. I'm incorrect. What do you got? What's next? All right. So the next one we got here is Streetcar Named Desire. Never saw it. I saw it a long time ago. I mean, I feel like I watched it in high school. Yeah, like I, you usually they usually play it when you're. Apparently, wasn't memorable. No, it's. I, I mean, honestly, I didn't look at things like that. I guess when I was in high school, it was the Marlon Brando one we watched. I mean, and it's a play, so I mean, it's not really. Stella. They're not really out in the city much. Well, there's a whole. It's a whole. It's set in the quarter. It's it's one of these like like I brought up King Creole. Yeah. Um, or there's a, this uh, another great movie called Panic in the Streets. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, that sounds familiar. It's a uh, it's a, like a detective story about um, Martin Landau plays this like thug who like strangles and murders this immigrant who just got off of a boat. Is like, it Boris Karloff? No, no. <laughs> but anyway, he, apparently he has um, the, the plague basically, and Martin Land I think it's Martin Landau is like carrying the plague, like the bubonic plague, around New Orleans. So a doctor and a detective, they have basically 24 hours to find this guy. And if not, I'm looking this up right like, now. the plague is going to spread throughout New Orleans. But much like Streetcar and much like King Coral, it's all pretty much set in the quarter in the 50s. So it's a really well, interesting portrayal of the French Quarter, oh what God. it's like to live yeah, in Yeah, this is quarter. an old movie. Well, and the, the thing about Streetcar Named Desire is... In the writing of it, there's a lot of like uh, I know that they they do a little bit of artistic liberty with where things are laid out because they need to use Elysian Fields as a metaphor and it's right. nowhere near where things are. Uh, so I don't know like how good of a representation of New Orleans it is. I think it's the spirit of that time. Yeah. Correct. When Woody Allen made that remake of Streetcar with um, was it Kate Blanchett? I forget what it was called. Was that in New Orleans? Was it Blue, oh, Jasmine? Blue Jasmine? Was that set no, in New Orleans? No, I think that was like San Francisco okay. maybe or Northern California. Anyway, so yeah, Panic in the Streets. Check it out. It's a gem. Nice. All right, Girls Trip. Never seen it. It's really good. It's a very funny movie and a very, very accurate, I would say an accurate portrayal of a tourist's experience in New Orleans. That's a good distinction. Like, they go to the French Quarter. It's crowded, but it's not stupid French Quarter, like Mardi Gras crowds. Okay. It's just like a Friday or Saturday night crowd. Right, like you would normally experience if you went downtown like right now. How many of them have a lucky dog? I think you see lucky dog stands. I don't know if they actually ever get one. Okay. But they do get hand grenades, I think. Okay. Do do any of them go to Crystal Burger and order a single No, that's only burger you. You're the only person in history that's done okay. that. They sell singles? So, okay, oh, wait. Todd, here's, the, here's the story. Todd, okay, Todd. so this was... Todd, wait till you hear sorry, this. This was our friend Patrick's bachelor party um, many years ago. This, was, God, this has got to be close to... 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And we all, we rented a room down in the quarter. So we went, you know, did all the Bourbon Street stuff. And at the end of the night, everybody's completely wiped out. And we're like, let's go to Crystal Burger, get some stuff, and then we'll go, go pass out. So we all go, everybody's getting their, you know, six pack of Crystal Burgers. Our, our friend Frankie, who's that big, gets the 12 pack because he eats more than anything. And Greg says, can I get a, just a regular burger with, I, with bacon? I right. said, do you have regular size burgers? And the person says, yeah. So let me. I said, "Oh, can I get one with bacon?" Let me let me pause the story. 
Because they're, they're telling the story accurately. But you got to really put yourself there. <laughs> it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. I was yeah. time is we it? started this day around in the afternoon. It was daylight. When we started, we got together and started drinking. So at this point, it's, it's 12 hours of alcohol. And we're fucked up. We are exhausted. Now, in Greg's defense... There was this picture in the window of like a bacon cheeseburger. It looked like a regular, like a regular burger. cheeseburger. So, but everybody else just wanted crystal burgers. So we're all exhausted. Everybody's like, "Give me a six pack. Give me a six pack. Give me." A six. And Greg, like, has to ask about getting this bacon cheeseburger and everything. So we all get our food, and we all go outside. We're like basically sitting in an alley at this point, yeah. all about to out, pass out, eating this bourbon, food. Eating Greg this is stuff. still in there waiting for this bacon burger to come out. We've all eaten. Everything's food. gone. Where some of us are asleep in the, in the yeah. street, we're and just sitting there waiting. Greg has not come out yet from this restaurant. I'm waiting on the side and watching other people order and leave with sandwiches. Greg, in, in, our, in our minds, an hour goes by. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it may have been only ten minutes, but it felt like an hour. Yeah. Greg finally comes out of here with this bag. He reaches his hand in the bag and pulls out one tiny crystal burger that has with bacon, bacon and cheese on it. Bacon and cheese on it. Because so, they hand on. me the bag and I'm like, well, something's off with this. <laughs> and I turn and I go outside and I look. And then I put my hand in it, and when I pull out that single burger, our friend Brandon goes, "That's it." <laughs> Brandon, who's not, he's usually kind of quiet. And he's, he's been very passed quiet. out. And all of a sudden, you hear, "That's it. We waited all night for that. That's what you got." And we're like, "Oh my so, god." So I have a, a couple of questions. Um, wait. So the, this picture of the the burger that was on the wall was there any? Was it a zoomed in picture of a small? Maybe. Maybe. Was there anything in the picture to let you know? It I don't looked relatively like what when the size you look at that's why Greg, I think, asked because that's exactly why specific. I asked. And I feel like I understood when Greg asked the question. Like, I think there was a there was a real burger yeah. there, like a regular size burger, but but they didn't. They just mm-hmm. so they do not serve regular no. size. Burgers. Or, at, or at least they don't serve bread. It, it took them a hell of a long time to make bacon and, and put it on a, on a. Can I ask a uh, question for you? How much was it? I don't think. Greg I don't remembers. recall okay. that at all, but. Like I remember, like when again ringing it up. I just remember it, nothing. Greg's... Nothing sent me any kind of signal <laughs> when, when that he, something was when off. He came out like his face was like I was confused, both confused, upset, and just felt like he let everybody down at the same time. Like he didn't know what to think, what Aww. to feel. It was like I didn't get what I wanted. They're going to be disappointed, and all I got is this little bitty burger that it happens to have a few strips of bacon on it. Hilarious. Yeah. Frankie, Frankie, this one was like. Do you think it took so long because Greg ate the other five burgers? There? I was like, I don't think he did, man. I was like, I really don't. He was super confused. Like, wait, there's like, who had the bacon burger? And I'm like, oh, that was me. Like, finally. And they hand me the bag, and I'm like, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> it's lighter than it should be. Uh, yeah. Next movie. Anyway, JFK. The accents. I was, yeah, I was about to bring that up. Not I feel great. like the portrayal of the city. That yeah, pretty well done. A lot of it's not in New Orleans with JFK. Some of it is, but I mean, a lot of it's the majority not. of it. Um, a lot of it's in Dallas. It was and, nice, and, not, not too much. If you watch it again, like yeah, a lot of the investigation stuff is it happens in New Orleans actually, but Kevin Costner's accent is <sighs> Kevin Costner's not the greatest he's not, with accents. Yeah. I mean, Robin it's Hood. not as bad as Robin Hood, obviously Yellowstone. But here's the thing: I will say this for him. I, as bad as I thought his accent was, the scene where he meets Donald Sutherland, and Donald Sutherland, oh, yeah. Donald Sutherland has no accent at yeah. all, and Kevin Costner, when he answers like him after this big speech, he still maintains his accent. I'm like, oh, okay, I can now, I can hear it a little bit better. It wasn't great, but I've heard worse. When I first, the first time I saw JFK, it was like, the first time it ever occurred to me, I was like, oh, New Orleans is a city with 
like federal offices and the, like it's the first time i ever saw new orleans like matter on more of a national yeah. stage as yeah. being like oh here's this a, a cool city where like normal people have jobs you know and when i remember seeing it when i was like a teenager i was like yeah and, but, oh that's how like, i felt when i saw happy death day it's... <laughs> every... oh, that's not, oh that's not said here though, no right? but every no, character is every character in jfk has a a, a crazy accent yeah Joe oh. Pesci's is the craziest. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I forgot about his. But you got Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, oh, Clay Shaw. Who's the dude who uh, was in Guardians of the Galaxy? Shit. I can't think of Rooker. his name. Yeah, Michael Rooker. Oh, John Candy. Yeah, yeah. John Candy. John Candy yeah. also has yeah. John Candy. He might have the best accent, yeah. actually, in the whole movie. I, I, I like it. I, I like JFK a lot. I did, too. Yeah. All right. So we got 12 Years a Slave. Never saw it. I do not remember any of that set in New Orleans, but I've only seen it once. I've never I'm seen not, it. No, like the... So he's kidnapped from the North. Right, and they bring him down. <laughs> from, <laughs> them Yankees bring the him down. During the wall of Northern Aggression. They bring him down, and they do the, the whole slave auctions in New Orleans. Oh. And then he's in one of those plantations like Oca- like on the outskirts oh, okay. of the That's city. not sound like much of a New Orleans movie. Yeah. Oh. Next. Beasts of the Southern Wild. Also, never, never saw it. Set in like the bayou, made by people from mm. Brooklyn. <laughs> Here we go. That's kind of a sore spot for me, actually. Live and let die. Okay, yeah. you want to talk about a false geographic representation <laughs> of New Orleans? They're running through the French Quarter, turn a corner, and then there's a swamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's not right about that? <laughs> I just get so tired of like driving over here tonight, and you got to wait for a jazz funeral. <laughs> To cross the crosswalk, it's like, oh, another jazz funeral. Many places have cows and livestock, but we have jazz funerals. You got alligator farms everywhere you look. And the crazy Cajun sheriff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sheriff Pepper, whatever. Probably, you're right. Uh, Great movie, but probably not the best representation. The book actually is better. Really? You read that book? I've read Live and Let Die. It's way better. Is it in New Orleans? Yeah. Okay. All right. The Expendables. Can I can I admit I've never seen the expen- any Expendables? What movie? the fuck is really? wrong with you? Yeah. I thought you were uh, Arnold right? completed. Well, he didn't join until what part two or three? I think he's in part two. Part yeah. two, yeah. yeah. It, it, not just for that though. It's literally like a smorgasbord of action and action cliches in the best way, yeah. Yeah. the most complimentary way. And yeah, their base of operations is in New Orleans. Statham lives here. Statham-ing it up. Yeah. You know, Dayton Charisma Carpenter. In the, in the second one, Statham, like, somehow infiltrates this, like, little wedding and gets to say, I not pronounce you man and knife. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Kills somebody. That's, That's great. That's a good Statham. Another person who uh, just doesn't do an accent. He has a Statham accent. Yeah. Yeah. He never does an accent, does no. he? No. He does not. He's, He's like this generation Sean Connery. Yeah. He just sounds like Sean Connery. Or Anthony Hopkins at this point. Yeah. yeah. What's next? All right. Uh, Double Jeopardy. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a very a here's the thing about that movie it's not bad but it's very forgettable yeah it really is it's one it's a period of time where there was a lot of uh movies that that really like rose just above direct to video yeah. and i kind of think this one was one of the ones that would have in other places been there you direct go to video. i just remember in the trailer she's like i could shoot you in the middle of mardi gras and no one would care <laughs> i feel like that movie came out at the same time as what was the one with jennifer lopez there was another one. It was they were kind of the same sort of thing with the the evil like, husband. Oh, kind of enough. Thing. Yeah, enough. and like they both came out, and I was like, both no. of them. I was like, they're just sleeping with the enemy. I thought Del Jeopardy was like in the nineties. Yeah, enough was, yeah. was later. Enough yeah. was later. I thought you were talking about Angel Eyes. That movie sucked dick. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Angel Eyes. Wait, is that good? No, it's not. <laughs> I thought that 
Double Jeopardy came out when we were working at Blockbuster, which was, which was like it, Double Jeopardy Blockbuster. did, but uh, enough. Well, yeah, we worked at Blockbuster later. for longer than you realize. Yeah, but I mean, I did, we didn't start there until. Like, what I'm saying is, I don't think enough and Double Jeopardy were around the same time. Okay. Enough came out, I think later. Double Jeopardy, I want to say, was like late '90s. Yeah. Like, and enough was like mid 2000s You probably think that because it was a very popular rental for a it long was. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. All right, the last one we have on here is Now You See Me. I don't. Remember I kind of forgot this was about New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, the, the the whole big thing at the end that they go all over the bridge and they yeah, oh. yeah. Hmm. Again, it was it was kind of like like Project Power where it's nothing about the movie needs to be in New Orleans. It just it's, it's, it's just where setting, it is. Yeah. It's just the setting, and I don't think they really kind of overdid anything. All right, okay. so we all got to pick uh, our best. We have New to pick Orleans one that we think represents it the best. All right, who wants to go first? I think our, our guest of honor should. John. So, <laughs> which one do I think represents it the best? I want to pick Hard Target because it's my that, that's favorite. Your, well, that's what, go with your favorite. Then I'm going to say Hard Target. Hard Target. Like, basically, if someone said I've never been to New Orleans, but which, it's almost like a parody thing. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I don't care. You know what? I don't care. I make the rules. You, you're right. Hard I Target. Keep, I keep I'm, trying to tell these guys that about, about the podcast. We do what the fuck we want. Hard Target. Except for when eight is enough, right? <laughs> is that not a great rule, Todd? Whenever we come up with like a box set for like an actor or whatever or a turn, like, I'm like eight is enough. You don't want ten because it's too easy. Anything less than eight is too little. Eight is enough. That's the reason why it was a show. Yeah, I could see that. There you go. All right, next. Person. I mean, it all depends on what you're talking about. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. I might say I mean, seven, one for every day of the week. I mean, it, it, but it depends. If I if I bought an album that had eight songs, I would think that that is an EP, not enough. But he We're just not. says it like it's a blanket statement. Like it, yeah. it works for everything. It is enough. I mean, well, every like, time we're like, like trying, brain cells. Every that's time not that, that's not what we're talking about here. But every time like we're trying to decipher or come up with these different rules, it always is the fallback. We just agree to shut you up. Yeah. But you do agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? Well, I'm gonna go with Girls Trip. I think it's a very oh. good uh, portrayal of a tourist experience of New Orleans, which is different than if you lived here. But I feel like if, if someone were like thinking, should I go to New Orleans, if they watched that movie, that's a pretty accurate experience for staying in a hotel in New Orleans and experience in the French Quarter. Um, I'll throw down Deja Vu just because... That's a know. great choice. Yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to go with Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call. Oh, I think we have four really good choices. I, I, I agree. Like, I mean, we, we always do it right. But. Yeah. So you got to put eight categories down there. No, no, that, that, that's not enough for this. Eight's too much for the categories. Oh, oh, really? The rule's broken? <laughs> it's too many. So for... what are we doing? What are the categories? So I feel doing? like uh, best representation of New Orleans, best overall film, we said, were the first two. Um, what else? Most fun? Jean Claude Van Damme movie. I mean, Todd's, <laughs> Todd's trying to champion his own nominee. Which best I, mullet? I, yeah, I, we, best mullet is that a category? Best movie featuring Wilford Brimley? <laughs> the, the best defeat of a rattlesnake? <laughs> best. I do agree. Most fun should most fun should be on there. Yeah. So, um, that's three. Uh, accents? Uh, oh, accents, accents should yeah, definitely I agree. be one. Accents. I think we need one more. We can't have four because that would because four is not enough. No, it might be a tie. Well, then shouldn't it be one? Shouldn't you just assign one movie to each of the four categories? Or should we do the like the food maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they all have food in them. I don't remember. Because um, we're just gonna each vote 
and we kind of just tally <clears> up who gets the most points. Okay, so let's just go with this and see what happens. I like your style. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was the first category? Best film? Best film. That's right. got to be Deja Vu, I kind in of, my opinion. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I got to go with Deja Vu as well. I haven't, I don't, I haven't seen girls. I've never seen girls. So I can't. Um... I'll go with Deja Vu. Okay. All right. All right. Best depiction of New Orleans. Hmm. I would say uh, probably Bad Lieutenant. Or I, I trust you on Girls Trip. I've never seen it. I'm gonna go with Girls Trip because it's definitely an accurate portrayal of New Orleans. Like a, like you come in yeah. or a, on a on. drunken bachelorette party. Yeah. I'm also gonna say. I mean, uh, bad lieutenant. Are you waiting on Greg, as always? <laughs> I answered first. Fuck you. Not this one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, with Deja Vu again. Deja Vu. All right. All right. The most fun. Hard target. I kind of agree with Todd on this. Hard target. Yeah, target. fucking yeah. <laughs> you can't Wait, watch can hard. Say hard target. Hard target, yeah. All right. All fours. Heck yeah. All right. Best accents. So there's no accents in Girls Trip because they're all tourists. Hard target. Hard target is the worst accents. Deja vu. I feel like Wilford Brimley stops speaking English. Yeah. And he just, he's like, <laughs> it's like Ewoks. He starts just yelling things. I feel like with accents, I guess on these, I'm thinking Bad Lieutenant maybe. Yeah, I feel like Bad Lieutenant's probably got the most like authentic. Um, Out of these yeah. four films. No, I don't remember anyone overdoing it. Right, Bad that's Lieutenant. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So that's, you both said Bad Lieutenant? I, I say Bad Lieutenant. I'll say Bad Lieutenant. Greg? Yeah, Bad Lieutenant. All right, so let's see. Wait, I'm adding these up wrong. Yeah, I'm, you're, I'm you're, stupid. You're, I'm stupid. It's, it's been a long day. Yeah. Hang on a minute. I need to add these up. Everyone just had them already done this in their head. They already. Yeah. Like I can see from this angle. I don't expect this. Yeah. Wow. I did not expect that. Wowie, wow. Right. I so think in, so Glenn in, would be very happy with this. In last place, with only one vote, is Girls Trip. Tied for second or third, however you want to do that, with four votes are Hard Target and Deja Vu. Nice. And with seven votes, the best depiction of the city of New Orleans is Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Starring Nicolas Cage. I got to say, if we were like in charge of uh, like the, the Britannia or something, we were going to do a, like a four-night retrospective of New Orleans movies and these are the four selections I, I would be proud of us I agree yeah. we should work for the board of tourism guys. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this right. was fun we guys. did it yeah. yeah case closed so uh, story. let us know if we missed anything or if you disagree with our choice I'm sure that's gonna happen <laughs> probably uh, gonna be something like you know we forgot that like Citizen Kane was in New Orleans I can't right? believe there's gonna be some <laughs> glaring yeah. omission yeah. Yeah. We're gonna somebody's like, gonna uh, complain like we didn't put Princess and the Frog or some shit in there oh uh, oh, your sister will totally yeah. complain about we that. We didn't pick animated movies. That's what we'll say to her. Okay. I don't really yeah, we're retroactively. Yeah. Yeah. New rule. Oh, here. They were in the bayou. Cut out what I'm about to say and then put it earlier in the episode. <laughs> but let's be clear. We're not doing animated films, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay, cool. Now let's start naming the movies. From the go. beginning. Here we go. Okay. All right. Well, uh, remember, there are many places to find us. Spotify podcasts, Anchor podcasts. Well, no, not Anchor fucking podcasts anymore. I keep fucking that up. <laughs> Uh, Google Podcasts, a host of other platforms. Um, and whenever you listen to us, you do help us out. This has been Greg, Ryan, John, and Todd Berger. We'll see y'all next week.